This episode of State Your Line is brought to you by Medcalf Partners Wealth Management. We've talked about them before, but these are guys who just want to get you in a better place financially and set you up for the future. If you've never had a financial planner before, if you don't even know what a financial planner does, give them a call. Um, a lot of people ask, what is their mission? What are they trying to accomplish? The truth is that their mission changes every minute, every hour, and every day because their mission is based on your short-term and long-term financial retirement and estate planning mission. Having a mission statement doesn't matter to you or them. Mission statements can say anything. It's what they do that builds trust. In wealth management, mission statements are easy to come by. Trust takes asking, listening, planning, and follow-through. And this is why we're so excited to partner with these guys because they, they cut through the BS, they speak plainly, and they actually want to help. If you've never had a financial planner or want one with a little more candid attitude, uh, maybe one that treats you a little more honestly, visit medcalfpartners.com. Ask for Ethan Hutchison there um, or talk to anyone there, but but Ethan's a great guy. Again, that's MedcalfPartners.com. Tell them you heard about them from State Your Line. That'll help us out a lot. Uh, again, MedcalfPartners.com. They are uh, there to help you meet your financial needs. Welcome into State Your Line, a podcast for Kansas Cityans by Kansas Cityans. We are the Ritz Brothers. Today is August 4th, and you're listening to the two-time winners of Best Local Podcast in Kansas City uh, from Kansas City Magazine. That's, 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 I, that's a round of applause for you guys for getting out there and voting. Yeah, that's that's We're only two votes in this. We're only two votes in this. I yeah, tried exactly. to vote for myself as many times as possible, but ultimately it was all of you listening who got out there and voted. I know there's a, um, I know there's a Drake song called back to back, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even know if it's the title of the song. I don't know how, I don't know what the song is. I don't know what it sounds like. It's something like we got them back to back. Mm, going back, back to back. Okay. Those well, are the I only tweeted, words I know of it. I tweeted that out and then I realized like, I know the song exists, but I don't actually know what the song is. So I don't know um, what it's about. I don't either. I mm-hmm. assume it's about a champion, right? Some sort. I don't know. I mean, he or maybe is, it's like he does pistols. root for he roots for every single uh, sports team out there. So he probably ha- his teams probably have gone back to back at some point. Yeah, I, I or it could be like they're in a movie and they're going back to back, like um you know like they got guns and they're about to shoot someone and you know back to back that that whole thing <laughs> like an old it. western draw yeah yeah like an old <laughs> western they're just like watching too much hamilton it sounds like but uh but yeah a back-to-back uh kansas city magazine well last year we won and when it was 435 magazine i believe yes. and now it's called kansas city magazine um but yeah thank you thanks to everyone that <laughs> voted it's pretty sweet um but, uh, but yeah, we just, we can't get complacent, you know, as, uh, as our good friend Keegan says, it's about the process, not the product. So mm-hmm. these awards don't mean anything to me that we got to keep the process. We got to, we can't get complacent. We got to stay hungry. Oh, got to stay hungry. Definitely. Definitely. So let's, uh, let's stay hungry. Let's keep things rolling. Um, you know, and again, we can't say thank you enough and also remember 
we've got the pitch magazine to win now too. Mm-hmm. We back won the pitch magazine. Yes, we won the, pitch- to- <laughs> we won the pitch magazine best of uh, Kansas City last year too for best local podcast. So be sure to get out there and vote for us again uh, for the pitch. It should be should be coming out soon. I know nominations ended at the end of July, so we should be on the ballot because I'm sure you guys all got out there and voted. I'm going to span you some more uh, to get some more votes for um, Best Local Pod in Kansas City. And then also another thing, Danny, I don't even think I've told you about this yet. Uh-oh. But uh, one of our favorite favorite restaurants, uh, Bibby Bop. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Bibby Bop? Bibby Bop, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. I want to make sure I'm saying that. Bibby Bop, um, they are going to do a giveaway with us. Whoa! Yes, they said they're going to give away. Do we, do we uh, get a little bit? Do we get a little bit of like you know, yeah, sweeten the we'll, pot? We'll, we'll a little get bit. something out of this. We'll wet, get something out the of beak this. a little bit. Yeah, we'll get something out of this. Um, so we need to go there um, soon and get a picture. But we're going to do a giveaway. I don't know when yet. I haven't planned that far ahead. But basically, we're going to be giving out five buy one get one free meals from Let's Bibby Bob. Get it. Let's so, get it. So make sure you're following us on social media. We'll put out a post, do a little giveaway for uh, some Bibby Bop here in Kansas City. I love it. We're going to look like real influencers. Like when we go, we're going to have to like stand out front and take a picture in mm-hmm. front of Bibby Bop, like right in the heart of Waldo of, you know, people just giving us a nice, nice glare. Like, look at these fucking idiots <laughs> taking pictures in front of a, in front of I mean, a restaurant shit. sign. I mean, I would, I would challenge anybody to anyone would go take pictures in front of baby bop if it meant you know possibly getting some free food out there so i'm not gonna feel bad about it um all right let's uh as we do every show we're always diving into the chiefs and royals to kick things off um and man it was easy to get mad as a chiefs fan this past week so easy i got mad but then i got happy okay why why did you get mad and then then okay so the the NFL does a um, NFL ranking or they have the players rank their top 100 players and uh, six chiefs made it not enough, you know, sh- should have been at least 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Mitchell Schwartz didn't make it big, big mad. Oh God. He's only the best right tackle in the game. He's one of the best tackles in the, he's probably the best tackle in the game. Um, so Mitchell Schwartz didn't make it big mad there. Um what else made me mad? Um, Chris Jones probably wasn't high enough. Frank Clark was 95, probably not high enough. Um, although after a season, I, I, I can't imagine him. He yeah. didn't have a good number season. He was, he was injured. Um, mm-hmm. you know, Tyreek Hill was 22, not high enough. Travis Kelsey, 19, not high enough. Tyron Matthew, 39, not high enough. Not high enough. And our Lord and Savior, Patrick Mahomes, the un- – like – no one thinks he's not the best player in the NFL was ranked fourth, fourth, fourth behind uh, three the quarterbacks. Players. Yeah. Number three in quarterbacks uh, behind Aaron Donald, who's not a quarterback. And oh, then behind three. Yeah. He was the third highest. And then uh, Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. So big time mad um, got me fired up. But then, you know, I got to thinking that this could, couldn't be better. Like couldn't just be couldn't, better. Could, it's just playing into our hands. Like if you don't think, Frank Clark, the maniac that he is, is is going to take this personally. Then, then you haven't seen a Frank Clark press conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you thought it would he's, be impossible, he's already looking for names. He wants he wants the ballots to be made public. Yeah, that, there's I, a left I, tackle. 
that voted him that low, he's going to yeah. eat that left tackle's line. I, I always think back to that interview after the AFC Championship when, like, hey, people said you couldn't hold this guy to under 100 yards talking about Derrick Henry. And he snaps his head back. Who? Who said that? Like, Frank <laughs> yeah. Clark wanted that reporter to tell him names of who doubted him. Like, he was, like, in that moment, like, who said it? Tell me right now. Give me a name. Yeah, so uh, – and then, and then if you thought, you know, there was no way Mahomes – could go into the season um, even pretending to be underrated or pretending to have a chip on his shoulder, you were wrong because the guy who just got paid the largest contract in American sports history and is without a doubt the face of the NFL and the best player in the NFL got voted fourth by the league, by the players. So Mm -hmm. going in with a chip on his shoulder. Tyreek Hill going in with a chip on his shoulder. Tyron Matthew going in with a chip on his shoulder. Yep. Like those are the those are guys at positions where if you play with a chip on your shoulder, like you're gonna just go off. Yeah, and he'll always find a way to play with a chip on his shoulder. Like Tom Brady found a way to play with his chip on a chip on his shoulder, like after five and four and five Super Bowls, six Super Bowls. You know, he'll find a way to do that, I think. Uh, but uh, it's just it, it got to a point. I was watching ESPN and an NFL live show where the commentators are openly joking. They put Mahomes number one on the list, and they're like, "Oh yes, as we are contractually obligated to do, Patrick Mahomes is number one on our list." Yeah, like because they're just like joking about how you know how much hype Mahomes has and how you know how he's talked about as you know the greatest. Uh, player in the game right now so frequently so it almost got to the point where ESPN employees were just like making fun of how ridiculous it was yeah, yeah. how I many thank, times I he was thank number all one the on players this. I want to thank all the players for voting the way they did because mm-hmm. uh, it's just going to piss off guys who play better when they're pissed off so mm-hmm. uh, I love it thank you very much I'm not mad at you I'm actually happy with you and who cares anyways about an arbitrary ranking um, by Bye, guys. And this is what I love about like the uh, the guys who are in the camp that are that are get mad at reporters and analysts that say, you know, if you've never played football, you can't comment on the game, or you don't know anything about football yeah. if you've never played. It's like, okay, well, I've already let's look at the already, guys who played. Let's look at their list. <laughs> yeah, I already knew that that argument was a was a poor argument, but uh, but this just even solidifies it more. Mm-hmm. So yeah, thank you. Uh, so now we're happy. You know, that was a great 360, great spin zone. Mahomes tweeting out the notepad was just icing on the cake, you know. For sure. Um, so uh, exciting uh, to see that he's internalizing that already. All right. Uh, so that's Chiefs for this week. Let's, uh, let's, talk, let's talk about the Royals. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Royals. They stink again. They stink again. <laughs> Again, I mean, it was funny because we talked about this, the the pace the Royals are are striking out on. They're they're playing terrible defense, and I, I don't know how this team is going to win if they strike out all the time and play shitty defense. Yeah, they, 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 they we're not eight, talented enough to make up for that. They had eight errors in the uh, they had eight errors in the White Sox series, and it was the most in a three game series since nineteen eighty nine. So that puts the defense into a little perspective. I'm sure their numbers, their strikeout numbers are, are setting records as well. But, um, but I am encouraged by one thing. I, I haven't hated Matheny. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think Matheny has, has 
has been fine. Um, and uh, so that gives me a little bit of encouragement. I think, uh, I think he's made some, some good decisions, some decisions that the more analytical crew would, would compliment. And that's the camp I fall into. Um, and so while it hasn't worked out perfectly, uh, I, that probably has a lot to do with our lack of talent, but yeah. I have liked what Matheny has been doing so far and, you know, not assigning, I mean, Ned Yost is what he is and he's a Royals hall of famer and the greatest coach or greatest manager that we've ever had. And I love him. I love him to death, but, um, I, I appreciate Matheny, um, doing things a little bit different and not yeah. like assigning guys roles right away and, and all that stuff that Ned loved to do. Yeah, exactly. And I think we, we will see the benefit of it. We just have a very small sample size right now mm-hmm. and not the most talented bullpen. But basically, I was reading Alec Lewis today, and he broke it down. Like, um, and kind of if you just assign a guy an inning, it doesn't really make sense. Because let's say, let's say whoever's due up that inning, you know, um, hits the fastball really well and can't hit a slider. And, and you throw a guy in there who's a fastball changeup guy because yeah. it's the seventh inning and he's the seventh inning guy. Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. What they're doing is looking at, okay, who's due up this inning? What do they struggle against? And who mm-hmm. do we have that can uh, combat that or, or take advantage of that? We have guys with great sliders. And breaking balls. Let's Greg Holland's slider still got it. Oh god, that thing just backs up. It's beautiful. Uh, and then, yeah, and then you got you know guys coming in pumping a hundred. So when's the best time to bring them in? And, and what batter should we bring them against? So um, you know, scoring runs in the letting another team score runs in the sixth inning, you know that that's not good for your team either. You know, yeah, you, you've got to get twenty seven outs. So figure out the best guys to get those twenty seven outs. So yep. I, I'm kind of on board with this new new train of thought and not having defined roles. The biggest thing is to get the guys to buy into it. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Greg Holland um, is being a, a leader in that bullpen, which is awesome, and I'm sure a reason why Dayton brought him back. Um, and he's a guy who's who's him and Ian Kennedy are like, hey, just buy into this. Yeah, never you just be ready to go at any time. And I, I think we will see the benefit of that later in the season and as the sample size gets bigger. Uh, but uh, besides the bullpen, we got to talk about Mondesi. The guys I'm frustrated with, where I, or Alberto Mondesi, so we much. We said right it. Now. We said it yesterday or last week in the podcast, kind of jokingly, like you know how how we're gonna like over criticize a guy three games into the season because that's where we were last. Well, now week. he's ten games into the season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's had a couple <laughs> extra base hits, but uh, but yeah. Um, he, he he's making too many mental mistakes. Got bad body language. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. body language guy, but he's got bad body language. And uh, and yeah, I, you know, here's the thing. Well, you, you give your thoughts on Mondesi first. Yeah, he he hasn't he hasn't drawn a walk in ten games. He struck out fourteen <sighs> times. So fourteen to zero strikeout to walk ratio is miserable uh, to have. I mean, he's he's also, I, I think carrying that struggles at the plate into the field and that's kind of just an old baseball adage but i, I think there's yeah. some truth and that's why you see the body language he's struggling so much at the plate and he's pressing in the field and he's not helping out there and i got so pissed off like that that last at bat where he struck out to end the game on uh i think just this friday night was just terrible to watch yeah 
And then he did something else to piss me off. So I put out a poll that said, who's going to have a better Royals career, Mondesi or Alcides Escobar? And it was 50-50. And I'm sure a lot of that is satire and people just like pissed off in the moment like I was. Uh But, uh, I mean, Esky won a gold glove. Uh, I don't know if he ever won a gold glove. Uh, He did win a gold glove. And uh, he won uh, an ALCS MVP. So okay, well, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, and you know, advanced metrics are not kind to Alcides Escobar. He is the replacement player. Yeah, um, sometimes worse. But I mean, will I mean he hit two eighty five in two thousand fourteen? Will Mondesi ever and played one hundred and sixty two games? All right, let's pump the brakes. We're gonna is pump Mondesi the brakes. Are ever Mondesi gonna do that? Talk. We're gonna pump the brakes. I'm just saying, I don't know if I can see Montessi playing anywhere I'm, near 162 games. I'm uh, still going to watch every game. Um, I'm still going um, to tune in. Are we going to watch outside tonight? Nice. TV set up. Okay, sick Greg. But, uh, but, yeah, um, I'll watch every game. I don't care. Yeah, I will too. Do you have any other thoughts on Montessi? No, I'm, I'm good on Montessi. Okay, thoughts. all right. Well, just wanted to know if you wanted to pile on. Um, while well, I was piling on him, but, um, yeah, it's a little frustrating, but, um, you know, the Royals have a new owner now, um, and Patrick Mahomes. So, um, mm. if you forgot if about that tidbit, if you've, if you've watched major league two, I think, uh, Roger Dorn is an owner of the Indians and he comes out of the front office to suit up in that movie. Right. Oh, okay. Um, maybe I haven't seen that movie in 20 years. I think that happens. And, uh, I don't major know why league I was two. watching, uh, Major League Two when I was ten, but I think uh, <laughs> I think we snuck it in. Yeah, I, I think that happens. Um, you know, so maybe maybe we'll be out of it far enough, and Mahomes will make a relief appearance or something mm. like that. Mm. Get mm. him an AB uh, as long as he's you know like bubble wrapped uh, when he goes up to the plate. So mm-hmm. all right, that's uh, Royals and Chiefs talk for the week. Let's move into a little openings and closings. Um, Let's talk. Let's talk ice cream first, because mm. I love ice cream. I was craving ice cream last night, but I, I I was trying to figure out how to order Andy's on a delivery app. I guess wow. it's only on Grubhub. How hungover were you yesterday? <laughs> Pretty hungover, uh, but I didn't. But, Dude, uh, the ice cream would like melt on the way on the way home. Why I've had cold. That? I've had Cold Stone delivered. From the That's... plaza to my place. Wow. Uh, okay. I I'm don't judging. act like you're better than me. All I right. Am. I, I love ice cream. And sometimes when I'm hungover, it, it sounds like a delicious, sweet, tasty treat. Um, so let's talk somersault ice cream and co. And stop judging me. Oh, uh, dude. You just said that out loud. And I didn't. Now I just now. I got just got it, too. I just got it, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's called Summer Salt Ice Cream Company. Uh, so I That's hadn't good. said it out loud yet. That's I good. just I just uh, read it. Um, but yeah, I just now got the pun. Summer Salt. Mm-hmm. I like it. Coming to Corinth Square, right? Yeah. Prairie so Village. it's kind of bittersweet um, because it's taking the place of Melly's, mm-hmm. which was in Corinth. That was there forever. And... You know, we used to we used to ride our bike to Melly's. Melly's had been there for thirty five years or something like that. Yep. And that was like our I think that was frozen place. yogurt. It, either way, I don't even know the difference. Okay. Sorry, David Freeze, owner of 
Eddie Ray's. I know you explained all that to us, but I forgot. The uh, uh, I don't think his name is David Freeze. That's the third baseman <laughs> for the Cardinals. It's Freezing. It's Freezing. David Freeze. Freezing. Yeah. But um, but Somersault Ice Cream Company. Yeah, it, it's taking the place of Melly's. Um, so it's a little bittersweet, but it looks awesome. I've heard good things. Early reviews are in, and I've heard the dip cone is the way to go. Okay. I, I do love a good dip cone. I don't understand the technology behind it uh, at mm. all, uh, but I love the dip cone. The chocolate dip is delicious, so I'm going to have to try that. Also, I need to get my ass here, um, and that is Torchy's Tacos over uh, uh, in the Ward Parkway Shopping Center on 89th and State Line because, damn, those are some good tacos, and I haven't had it for at least a year. Yeah, we need to go – I don't know. when. I'm worried about lines. I'm worried about waiting forever. I'm worried about standing in line. They have a huge I'm, patio. I, I don't think we would stand in line. You sure? I don't think we would. All right. Well, let's go then mm-hmm. uh, because, yeah, I just keep on hearing good things. I that know, whole shopping center with that patio is sweet there. Yeah, when I drove by, when it first opened, there was a line. There was okay. A, there was a line out the, so I'm going to wait, but it's, yeah, yeah. It's so it's officially open. It's rolling. There's, there's people in and out. We talked about it once before, but, um, that was when it was being built and now it's open. I got to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very excited. Again, if you can get your taco trashy, that means they're going to put some queso all up in it. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think that's the way to go there. It's great for a lunch. It's great for dinner. It's great for a brunch on the weekend. They got a boozy brunch that you can get after. And if you, yeah, and you can get the um, the queso with guacamole in it. It sounds weird. It is phenomenal. Well, I, I always do that it. when I'm when when I I always mm-hmm. double dip, like dip the the guac and then go into yeah. the queso anyway. So 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 get after that. It's good stuff. Uh, right. So that's those are the openings this week, uh, and then we got a couple closings. Uh, this place I had seen so many times, Sea Frogs. Never been in it. Smelled good from the outside always. Um, I think it, it kind of like a classy barbecue type place. Yeah, or... it was like it was like barbecue whiskey and mm-hmm. steak or something like that. Was it's like tagline? Uh, I never went there. I never knew anyone who did go there. Um, so I, I don't. It was yeah. It was right there in the village. It was connected to the movie theater. It was part mm-hmm. of that movie theater. I don't know if the movie theater is still opening. Standies. Or open. I assume it is, right? Do you know? I don't know if movie theaters are open just in this time well, right now, but uh, I think it is. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Well, um, Sea Frogs is not. It is no longer open. Uh, I, I don't know. If that, if that saddens you, then... Uh, You're probably one of our parents' friends who went there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody who went there. I've never known anyone who's gone. So. And that's why it's, it's in close. a, I mean, a, a prime location. I mean, yeah, yeah it's as prime as it gets. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so sea frogs, rest in peace. Um, freshwater also closing, closing Joey yeah. freshwater, Joey freshwater, freshwater, seafood. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't, I just saw this on uh, a closing list and this is a bummer because um, this is, I think it was supposed to be really good. And actually I had talked to people who'd went here actually, mm-hmm. and they said it was really good. Um, but again, I drove by it every single day cause it was on my way home from work and I didn't ever saw a lot of people in there, but it looked awesome. Cause I was like a wide open kitchen concept where you could see them preparing your dishes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this place, if you remember 
they had a drunk driver drive into the building. It's on Southwest traffic way. And, um, and it like wrecked the building. And then they rebuilt that whole thing and reopened after probably six months of being closed. And I guess COVID got to them. So that's a bummer. Um, it was started by someone in the Kansas city masterpiece family. So, oh, okay. That I mean, barbecue you know our thoughts on sucks. Maybe they made, maybe, you know, they're, they're making barbecue sauce when they're really a seafood family. That, that would explain why their barbecue sauce um, is not good. And if you have masterpiece in your fridge right now, turn hit pause and go throw it away and go buy yourself some decent barbecue sauce. And if you have sweet baby rays in your fridge, stop uh, listening. Just stop listening. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Unsubscribe. We don't want you. <laughs> uh, so that's what's closing and opening this week. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what we got out there uh, and tried this week. I hit up a little place called Me Ranchito out oh. uh, out on uh, the Lenexa location, 95th and I-35. I see you opted out of trying your uh, Mexican accent uh, uh, this time. <laughs> I did this time. Me Ranchito. It's pretty good. It's pretty good to Me Ranchito. Uh, but uh, I love it. Um, and I got um, a uh, chimichanga there uh, that uh, had uh, steak, fajita veggies, um, and then a jalapeno cream cheese sauce in it. I like I like the sound and, of that. And um, uh, the jalapeno cream cheese sauce there is just dynamite out of this world, topped with a little. Um, they call it espinaca dip. I, I'm not a fan of that terminology, espinaca dip. Yeah, I think um, it's stupid. I don't know why. It just it just sounds dumb to me. Um, yeah. But it, that was covering the burrito, and uh, it was just phenomenal. Fat City. Just, I don't even want to know. But, but why'd you go to thing. the Lenexa one? Uh, I had to return a tux to men, Men's Warehouse out there. R.I.P. Men's Warehouse. What? I just I saw just they there. filed for bankruptcy today. Oh, well. I don't know. I mean, they just made some money off of me and my friends. So, man, there's nothing worse than returning a tux. Like, I, at that point, I've paid so much money for it. I'm just like, I just shove it in the bag. Like, F this. Like, if you're charging me $200 for a tux, you can fucking have it back stuffed and wrinkly, and I don't give a shit. There you go. Mm, And mm. I usually, you know, they say you can keep the socks. I usually throw them in there, so they have to deal with my smelly socks, too. Mm, Get them. Just a... Just the, a, I hate renting. The, the worker making you go. $10 an hour is just, yeah, he's making <laughs> the decisions about the prices of the tux. Um, sticking it to the man. Sticking it to the man. You got to find some ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I tried cooking a pizza on a grill. Oh, okay. I've cooked so, it on a fire. It's tough. The so, heat. yeah. So, the key or, or the, the reason to do it. I was like, what's, why, why, what's, what's the point? Because you can get that thing freaking hot mm-hmm. and hotter than you can get an oven. And so, um, so I got the thing cooking like over 500 degrees, preheated the, uh, the, real, the pizza stone. We have a pizza okay. stone. So put that on there, preheated it after I had the coals going. Um, and then here's, here's the secret. You can go to pizza places and purchase their dough. Oh, no. So you shit. don't have to make dough. So we were, tr- we were going for like, you know, Neapolitan style pizza. Mm-hmm. So I went to 1889, 
which is on 47th and Mission Road, right yeah. behind Oklahoma yeah, Joe's. There. Good stuff. I went to 1889. Really good pizza. Bought two things of dough. It was like 250 a ball of dough. Oh, you kidding yeah. me? That's a life hack, dude. I know. That's what Phenomenal I'm saying. idea. I love that. And so, um, so we used their dough and then made our own pizzas, cooked them on the, on the stone, on the grill. It was Very the nice. best homemade pizzas we've, we've ever made. And uh, so would recommend. I'll probably only do homemade pizzas that way now. Um, and uh, if you go to 1889, definitely ask, talk to them because they'll give you some tips on, like, how to best cook their dough and, and whatnot. Um, and uh, basically use a lot of cornstarch to keep, keep it working, keep it going, a little flour. And uh, you don't have to toss it. Just, like, work it out on, on your work surface. And, uh, yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. Not okay. going to lie. Damn, that sounds really good. All right, uh, so that's it for the front half. Uh, we've got a, a a fun interview this week. Um, this week we talk with uh, Nico Cody and Will Markway uh, from the Out and About podcast. Uh, a couple Kansas City guys who grew up uh, around here, uh, went to college at KU and K State, and are now about to embark on a journey across the country to try to raise a million dollars for charity. So, um, some pretty cool stuff. Um, and we get to talk to them just about the RV life, um, the causes that they're raising for and, and really why they did it. So it's a really, really fun interview. Um, so check it out before we get to the interview. I'd like to let you know, it's brought to you by Catherine Lee. Yes. Former guest of the show and global real estate advisor at Bash and Co Sotheby's international realty. Folks, let me tell you, if you are buying or selling a home in the Kansas City area, Catherine is your girl. Uh, She can help you out on the Missouri side and on the Kansas side. She can help you out if you're buying your home or if you're selling your home. She knows it's a huge financial and and emotional decision, so she's there to make the process go as smooth as possible for you. She's also offering a free market analysis on your home. So again, if you are buying or selling a house in Kansas or Missouri, Catherine Lee is your girl. Feel free to reach out to her. Her phone number is 913-530-1847. You can find her on Instagram at Kathy underscore Lee 5. That's Kathy with a K. Uh, Visit her website, kathnkc.com, or email her at Catherine at bashco. SIR.com. That's Catherine at BashCoSir.com. All right. Today we are joined by our guest, Nico Cody, Will Markway, uh, who are about to be leaving on an epic RV journey. But where I want to start uh, is we're a podcast about Kansas City. You're a podcast all about leaving Kansas City. So what do you hate about Kansas City so much? The people, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. The people. Yeah. Especially people who start podcasts about Kansas City. Exactly. They're the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's like the uh, inception of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to assume you don't hate Kansas City, but you are getting ready to, to kind of leave on this journey. So we'll get into that a little bit. But uh, Nico, you, you started this uh, podcast back in February out and about. Um, what what kind of gave you the inspiration to start this and, and kind of, you know, What's your elevator pitch on the Out and About podcast? What's it about? Uh, so my inspiration, I used the phrase Out and About all the time. Like not just when I was abroad, but because I started it in Korea. 
Mm -hmm. spent a, a year in Asia before that. Uh, but it was just something like anytime anyone asked me what I was doing, even like before I left, I was like, Oh, I'm out and about. And it was either like, I don't want to articulate or, <laughs> or, or I'm out like and doing stuff like in public. Like it, it just, did you ever, did you ever throw in the Canadian out and a boot? Out and a boot. No. Yeah. And <laughs> in fact, the email for this podcast is out and a boot. Got all kinds of different ways to, to do that. Exactly. But, uh, so I was in Nepal and I used to talk to my buddy Sandy once a week on the phone and it would always be, by the time we hung up, it'd be like two hours long and he was in Korea. And then I was like, why don't we turn this into a podcast? And I've been working for a podcast production company doing like editing and show notes for like two years. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why didn't I think of this? And so I moved to Korea uh, to start a podcast. That's a bold To start a move. podcast. Yeah. Also, to <laughs> you know, some people just pandemic. buy some equipment, start <laughs> yes. from their basement or wherever <laughs> they're yeah. at. I he moved to Korea. To Korea. Yeah. yeah. We, we went to our parents' basement. <laughs> you went to Korea. I went to Korea. Yeah. Well, there was, a, I was in Nepal. It was real bad back in beginning of January, the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's a third world oh, country. Oh, really? Yeah. So there was no modern writing on the wall. health Damn system. It. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, I was like, I got to get out of Nepal. And so the moment the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, mm. I was in an elementary school sized airport. Uh, getting on a plane to escape Nepal. What was watching the Super Bowl like in Nepal? Uh, it wasn't. I just didn't watch it. You just <laughs> I was, didn't get to watch I it? I had to get up super early and go to the airport, and there was, yeah, I, I just couldn't find it on the airport TV in oh, Nepal. No. You know? yeah. What? It's yeah. tragic. I know, right? Oh, so I didn't gosh. watch a second of it, and for some, like, reason of guilt, I still haven't watched one second. What? Are you kidding me? Should we end the podcast <laughs> and just put the Super Bowl on? I don't yeah. even know who won. Actually, no. Actually, this is this is a really good idea for a podcast. The only person in Kansas City <laughs> who, has who hasn't it. seen the Super Bowl, and that might be real because I think the TV ratings were like ninety-two percent of households mm -hmm. had the Super Bowl on that night. So, and then and we just get a live reaction of him as. As he's watching the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure I just watched it for like the sixth time yesterday on right. NFL Network. At least. Mm -hmm. Well, you're going to have a lot of time on your hand coming up. Yeah. On the RV. A ton cool. of time. Think about, you know, maybe saving it to a DVD and, and bringing it out there with you. Yeah. We That's might have wild. to. We're going to have a big monitor in there. We might have to just throw up the game yeah. on the TV. <laughs> so when did you get back? So you moved to Korea um, in the beginning of February. How long were you in Korea? And then um, why did you decide to start a podcast over there? I mean, you told me why you started a podcast because you enjoyed talking to your buddies, but buddy, but did you determine, okay, we can, we can take this in a different direction and we can, we can talk to more people who have traveled or what was kind of the idea of the podcast beyond just you shooting the shit with, with your buddy, Sandy? Yeah. We had an ideal guest list, you know, and not one of them has been on the show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Zach Efron just won't answer my Instagram messages. Yeah, any any of the uh, the pop the K-pop stars, you just can't get them on. I just can't get them on. Yeah, <laughs> they were busy. They had other podcasts, I guess. Uh, but it, it was uh, we had in mind like we were going to interview people that had some crazy life experience is what we wanted okay. because you gain a certain perspective as soon as you leave the U.S. Like for an extended period of time, it, everything changes uh, how, of how you see the U.S. You know, mm -hmm. and so we wanted people with like similar life experiences to tell us what they thought 
on current issues or mm-hmm. their travel or tell some crazy story mm-hmm. about some hooker in, you know, Thailand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, we wanted to hear it and all. And discuss the politics, uh, like global <laughs> politics too. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. What, yes. what has led to the current situation in Thailand <laughs> that has put people in this economic status, right? And yeah. tell us about the hookers. And yeah. the hookers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially those. Uh, and uh, I was there for a month, February 4th to March 4th. This is actually crazy. This is how I got out of out of Korea. I on March fourth, I was about to go to bed. It was eleven thirty at night in Korea. Night, a buddy, uh, Trevor Moy, mm-hmm. who works for American Airlines, and he calls me and he says, "Hey, we just got a message from our CEO shutting down all flights out of Asia in twelve hours until oh, the end wow. of summer at least." And I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "My visa's up in May," <laughs> and so which I was like, "What should I do?" He goes, "If you can get to the airport." Um, in the next 12 hours, you can catch our last flight out of Asia. I'll get you on it. And so I end up going to the bus station. I had to wake my buddy up to buy me a ticket for the mm-hmm. bus station. Um, he, I was supposed to be there for two more months. He was like, what do you mean you're leaving? He was like out of it. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, nothing. It's a nightmare. Buy me this ticket. Uh, and so he buys me the ticket. I get to the bus station at three 30 in the morning and I take a seven hour bus ride across the country to get to the airport. And I get to the airport, and American has canceled the last flight. So oh, I'm at no. the airport, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm thinking I'm going to have to go back. And I buy United's last flight out of there because he said they're going to fall like dominoes after mm-hmm. us. And it's 10 hours from It's there. the first time American Airlines has led in anything. Exactly. Other than <laughs> price stock price dropping. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so I'm waiting there all day, and – I get onto the flight. It's their first time they're taking temperature checks. I've got now gone like 20 or no, 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 like 36 hours without sleep. And I haven't had a sip of water all day. Mm. My head's pounding. Water. Yeah. I was like, Sydney. <laughs> I don't need it. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> and I get under the temperature check, like barely, but my head yeah. is pounding. I can already tell I'm so dehydrated. You probably look like shit. Too. Like they're garbage. like, God, we're letting this guy on a yeah. plane. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, like, no, they were like, get him the fuck out of this country. <laughs> yeah. And so I get on and the first thing I haven't eaten either. And the first thing this, um, flight attendant offers me is an IPA. Well, I've only had light beer for a year. And I was like, give me two. <laughs> and he brings them over. And then they bring around, this is classic in United fashion. He's like, oh, here's your food. And it looks like a tuna sandwich that this dude made at his house. And like wrapped in serrated around. And I was looking at it. I was like, I shouldn't eat that. As I'm scarfing it down. Absolutely. And I get so sick. Uh, and I've got a fever from being dehydrated. Like, oh, this happened man. to me my whole life. I knew what it was. And I'm in the bathroom sick for like three hours but i gotta keep oh, it quiet because God. i'm like you don't want to get everyone's kicked gonna off lose their yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if they could hear me in here and so i get to the san francisco airport and no one's wearing masks mm-hmm. it's because the u.s just hasn't come to terms with this yet mm-hmm. and i'm wearing a mask people look at me like i'm an alien and then i get to the dallas airport no one's wearing a mask mm-hmm. yeah and then i get home and my dad picks me up and he has the whole back of the car like saran wrapped mm-hmm. so he can't, and he can't touch any of my stuff. And I get home and my mom can't hug me. I've been gone for a year. She's like crying. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I go straight to my basement and I didn't leave the basement except to shower for two weeks. Oh, and they would leave man. my food at the bottom of the stairs. So it was like 50 something hours. Like Harry Potter. That call. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh, that's <What>? brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who uh, took his first flight ever. Like hung over after a wedding, and he left from <laughs> oh Kansas boy. City to Italy. 
Never been on a plane before. He didn't know you could get up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so there he is. He didn't go to bed. He went straight just, from the wedding, hung over to the airport, got on the plane, and then didn't know he could get up. Fully just fully buckled he also, in. He also didn't know there was a button to lean the seat back. Oh my! Well, I don't. God. I don't agree with people who lean the seat back. I've never flown on an international like, uh, flight for, okay. far internationally, but but that sounds. If you if you're crossing an ocean, lean your seat back. Mm. I, I think it's about acceptable this. when you cross yeah, what an do you ocean. Think about I this? think about this every single time I'm on a plane. I'm like. It, I get in this debate with myself where I'm like, I don't want to put it too far back. And I'm like, they don't make it, so it goes far enough It only back. goes like two inches. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm like, this dude in front of me is in my lap. And then I'm like, fuck this guy behind me. Like, I just <laughs> want to be comfortable. See, it's all... It takes me like halfway through the flight, and I decide to put my chair back. Mm-hmm. And I turn around and give him a little thanks. Yeah. Okay, so you get back from uh, Korea. You get out of your parents' basement after two weeks. And, and then you're like, I got to get out of here. I got to do something else. So... One of the reasons why we wanted to talk to you today and have you on the podcast was just because you're about to embark on a 9,000-mile RV trip across the East Coast, raising money for charities, and and we'll talk about that in a bit. But you got the RV from your aunt. She just gave it to you. What kind of an aunt gives an RV as a gift? The best kind. (laughs) A lot of aunts out there are listening. I'd love an RV as a gift. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. It was was a huge surprise. So I went to, she asked me to help her son move from Omaha to just outside of Aspen. Mm -hmm. About this big ranch and I'm sitting there. Talking about a little place called Aspen. Aspen. (laughs) I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, uh, so we get, I have to drive the RV there from Omaha to Aspen. Dude, how many, I mean, how many Dumb and Dumber jokes did you make along the way? Enough. (laughs) Enough. We're there. (laughs) Enough, but I'm the only one in the RV. Who was the first one to say that John Denver's full of shit? (laughs) (laughs) Me. Me. I was dropping them over and over and over. By yourself. I'm just waiting for me and Jack to be asleep on the RV and Nico drive it a quarter of the country in the yeah. wrong direction. <laughs> uh, but I'm overlooking this huge mountain range and I was like, man, I haven't seen any of the U.S. Uh, I've seen all over the world. I haven't seen the U.S. I was like, man, it'd be cool to go around in an RV. I thought that in my head. Mm-hmm. I did not say a word to anyone. And then 36 hours later, my aunt was like, there's like 20 people in the kitchen and they're all having a conversation. And she just turns over to me and she says, I'm going to get a new RV. Do you want mine? That's how it went. <laughs> That's yeah. how it went. That's an awkward, I, I've been in that situation before, and you have the awkward standoff where you're like, "What's yeah, how much do you want? Yeah. Or, yeah. or are you giving it to yeah. me for free? Yeah, like, exactly. where is this going? I said... Yeah, I'll buy it from you because I thought that's about that. Nice, that's a yeah, nice, that's a good yeah. move. I was like, oh, what do I say to make this not make me look like an asshole? Yeah. Uh, and she and she just pulls out the title and signs it over to me. And she said, this was cool. She was like, when I was young and I hadn't made it yet, someone gave me a helping hand and someone who had already made it. And this is how one I'm giving to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sweet. So, so your 92 RV is what's going to, you're going to make it now. Yeah. That's making it. it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've made it. That's a helping hand. Hey, I own a piece of property now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know it's what good I mean? To own land. He's a homeowner. Yeah. I'm yeah. a homeowner. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you had the idea to start uh, to go on a road trip and you recruited some buddies, right? I so, texted Will immediately. So that's the other voice we've been hearing. That's that's Will. Uh Will, how did you get roped into this? Uh well, a simple text like "whatever, dude, I'm in." He uh, he texts me out of the blue. Uh, hey man, what are you doing for the next few months? 
And me being who I am, I don't typically plan that far ahead. Smart. Uh, <laughs> tell him, tell him that exactly. And uh, he's like, Aunt Susan gave me the RV, and my just like before I could even text it out, it was just like. Oh, what, did you have a go-to like reaction gif? I love the the opportunity to get in a good reaction. I couldn't GIF even there. get to the gifs, mm-hmm. man. Like I just was yes, typing yes, as fast yes, as yes, I yes. could. Yeah. And yeah, so I signed up for it pretty much. Sight unseen. <laughs> I didn't need much convincing, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got Will, and then you've got a third partner in the crew, Jack, right? Who's going to be following along, and he's your videographer basically for all of this, right? So three dudes. One RV, not very big. You guys, Sanitation. You, guys, you, guys, you, guys, you guys spent some time in there together yet? <laughs> we have. We've okay. spent some time in there. I'm just thinking about you guys drinking some beers, some IPAs one night, and then just turning that thing into just an absolute gas machine. Yeah. Well, That's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> like up the East Coast, we'll like, the like, windows, like a sure nice IPA fine. from a local Maine brewery. And then just the, the, the farts afterwards are going to be... I'm getting all hot and bothered just talking about it. <laughs> all, all hops and bothered. Uh, <laughs> uh, so got jokes. Right. Um, so you were telling us um, August 8th is when you're leaving. Uh, kind of what what what's your goal? Like, what do you guys want to accomplish out of this? What made you think, you know, putting this trip together plus making all this content out of it? Where did that come from? Uh, well... I've always been looking for a couple things. One is like a creative project, like a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one is to, for some kind of purpose to make a difference. The world's in such a shitty state right why? now. Why? What's going on? Uh, the Cardinals <laughs> lost last night. That's why. Uh, but Oh, gross. Yeah. Well, really? I, I know. I didn't tell you that before he came on the podcast. Oh, I wanted you to bleed red. I know. I yeah. needed him to get on the podcast. I like <laughs> All right. Know. All right. Continue. We'll yeah. That. Don't worry. We'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but uh, you saw everything on like instagram where it was like everyone posted like the black pictures uh-huh. and then, you know there was for like three weeks there it was like social justice social justice and now it's all back to normal like mm-hmm. the instagram feed and it was just that that stuff i was just like that is so dumb i i didn't post that picture and the people who did post it now don't post anything about it i you posted know? the picture yeah what do you, you, sh- that's not no you're a risk <laughs> that's your that's your problem but uh no and i was just like none it like if you just did that and then didn't do anything else. Like, what was the difference that was made? And mm-hmm. and as soon as I called Will, he's like, we should do something for charity. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It'd be like a great combination to do. Uh, be The videos would get attention and people would look at the GoFundMe, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, how did – so, you picked uh, right, the Innocent, Innocence Project and then the National Parks Foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, were those things that you had been passionate about before or were – some things about, okay, we're traveling. I, I've seen the national parks and then just everything going on in the world. You thought the Innocence Project was a great way to, to make a difference? It was our way of, of tackling two big issues. Social justice isn't just people who are getting abused by cops right now. It's There's plenty of people who have been in prison their entire lives you know, for being the wrong whatever at the wrong time, race mm-hmm. or economic status and president of lambda Kai. yeah just, president of lambda yeah. Kai. he was in, he was in prison at the right time yeah, yeah. yeah he deserved it yeah um, but and then the national like national parks foundation uh going to national parks and putting out footage great way to show people you know uh how beautiful the world is and need to stop littering i was yeah. in bali and it was like 
overrun with litter all the oceans and it was disgusting like 10 years ago it was the most beautiful spot in the world mm-hmm. yeah you know so we and don't want that i uh, i actually spent uh i lived in colorado for a little while and loved to ski loved to hike love all that and just like there's something about being out there in nature and not have your your phone just scrolling through instagram yeah, or yeah. whatever and just like you can feel good about mm-hmm. something and just like i don't know just there's more positivity in this world than all the negative stuff that you see all the time yeah. and i thought we could do i thought we could show that mm-hmm. uh on a scale of one to ten the rv what kind of shape is it in what would you what would you scale it what would you score it yeah well i guess this is a horrible time to talk about that uh, well that's our fault yeah, I want to yeah. apologize for just being near your RV and and shutting down the generator yeah. temporarily. That's on me. I think it's just a blown fuse. I think we'll be fine. But uh, no, I'm I'm 100 sure it's on you. Uh, so, um, yeah. So so as soon as we walked out, as soon as they got here, our plan was to do the interview in the RV. Uh, Kevin and I. Most of you have heard the story about our RV that mm. broke down in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. We have bad luck with RV. The RVs, as soon as they get I haven't to, haven't seen one since then. As soon as they get here, as soon as I lay their air conditioner goes out. <laughs> yeah, the whole generator went out, but it's it'll be fine. I think it's just a blown fuse. Uh, but it's I in pretty like good this shape. Is just straight sabotage. Yeah, I yeah, was, yeah. Like you guys aren't yeah. going on that trip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even recording anything. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have a podcast. Um, but it, it's in pretty good shape. 92, but it's only got 72,000 miles, which means no one's used it mm-hmm. correctly. Um, and the refrigerator doesn't work, but we bought a, an electric cooler. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. And then... I'm just going to use the fridge as yeah. pantry space right now. So yeah, I mean, it's got a... No wasted space on this vehicle. No, no wasted way. space, yeah. And then it's got a toilet, a functioning toilet and mm-hmm. shower and sink and oven, stove. Uh, a little a little pro tip here. Um, if you guys are, you know, tying one on or, or drinking in the RV, don't pee in the toilet. Pee in the sink because that doesn't use as much water because when you pee in the toilet, there's a little mechanism that holds your pee up there until you flush. And then that, that, Oh, that little gate opens, but it also sends water. So that tank fills up a lot faster. So if you just pee in the sink, then no water gets added to your pee and your tank yeah, doesn't fill up as fast. There's something about a gray tank and a, it's gray water and black water. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to cross those. Um, yeah, I probably didn't tell you guys about that. It's like so probably streams good, and, probably and Ghostbusters. Thing. Well, then I think if you turn the shower on, you might be getting a golden shower. Yeah. Oh. If you're peeing in the sink, you might be getting a golden shower. You mean I don't have to pay for those? I'm going to have to redo my budget. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that hooker yeah. in Thailand. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so okay. We, so good thing. Good yeah. thing we didn't use the shower there. Good thing it broke down <laughs> because it, w- driving down to Tuscaloosa, about nine hours in, our toilet was full and we didn't know how tank. to empty it, and so we were just peeing in the sink. <laughs> and we we're like, this makes sense. Yeah, it all it goes. Does. Yeah, it, it, when we're on land, it all goes to the same place, not in an RV. Um, so, what's your guys' plan? Tell me about your route and any stops you guys have picked out on it. Uh, so it's sixty days. We are going through Columbia and St. Louis and then up to, and then through Springfield. I'm from Springfield, Illinois, and then up to Chicago. Uh, and I think we're spending two, 
nights on different sides of Lake Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we're picking up Jack. He's flying into Toledo on the 14th because he's got a prior obligation on the 13th. Uh, And then from there, uh, over to West Virginia. Yeah. Spending a bunch of time in West Virginia, a bunch of mountains there. Mm -hmm. Going to try and hit a bunch of like the highest peaks in each of the states. And meth. Get up towards uh, Niagara Falls, um, another mountain. I think it's uh, Mount uh, Mount Helen or Mount Helen, maybe. Yeah. I gotta I gotta check the Can't itinerary. Yeah. Can't remember her name. Ever- Everest. She was, Everest? She was great. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then get over towards Maine and down through New York, uh, Philly, Boston. Which I don't know if we're really gonna be spending much time in the bigger cities. Mm-hmm. Right there, that big RV that might be tough to get around yeah. and they're just a war zone parking, right now yeah, yeah parking parking the beast is uh definitely uh <laughs> frowned upon and obviously we <laughs> yeah. can't find one yeah. spot besides south chicago to park it in chicago yeah and uh we're not going to do that over no. by uh what was the tv show um were there in chicago mm, probably oh, a lot missed it as Chicago, just, the league. <laughs> no, uh, they're like the degenerate family who's just—it's a Showtime oh, show. Uh, oh, um, are you thinking Shameless? Shameless. shameless. Yeah, okay. yeah, over by them. That's yeah. where we might be parking. Yeah, yeah on their land. <laughs> yeah. Their yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, just down New York, all the way down uh, through. Uh, we're gonna go through Charleston. Beautiful. Uh, we'll Amel- sweet. Amelia Islands. Delaware before that. So we're going to skip well, yeah. Maryland. Is like the only state we're not hitting on the okay. East Coast. Yeah. Um, fuck Maryland. Well, or... I was like, well, we could cut over to Baltimore. <laughs> just... And then we looked at each other. I was like, What's let's just go from? down through Delaware. <laughs> What's that from? I don't know. I <laughs> Everything. Oh, yeah. uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz, I think they say. Oh, nice. I think that's. Uh, I watched the watch first episode. I watched I, the first I it episode. Good. It was good. I'll vouch for him. It was good. <laughs> Um, but you guys are also the whole idea is to raise money for these um, uh, these charities, the Innocence Project and the National Parks. Uh, how do you plan to do that? I mean, the to, to advertise for it. Uh, so we have a big decal going in on Friday on the back. Yeah, forty by forty inches. Oh, sweet! Like a NASCAR. It's fantastic. Yeah, and it says out and about real big. It's got a picture of us three, and then it's got the GoFundMe the. Instagram, QR code the, or no? I asked about that, and GoFundMe doesn't have that yet. Get on it, but what? it has. Yeah, I know. Twenty twelve, like exactly. They had QR codes when I was on ca- campus at Mizzou, yeah. like back in two thousand ten. They're behind, mm-hmm. I guess. Charity's behind, mm-hmm. uh, um, but it, it's got all of our. We, we have a YouTube channel and uh, Instagram account, the GoFundMe, and then it just says like the where to find the podcast. So, but yeah. you want to cover the? Do you want to put? logos on the rv and just cover mm-hmm. the rv and logos i mean we're, we're not opposed we're not opposed in fact if any company at all wants to put something big on the rv just reach out to us yeah <laughs> yeah uh it's not for free <laughs> say that but uh, it's we're gonna be going through the most densely populated part of the country for 60 days like it's not crazy to think thousands and thousands of people would see this thing mm-hmm. yeah. you know and then just pumping out the content and and the content, all the accounts have like the other account information. So it all starts with the GoFundMe. So like we're just hoping it all feeds off each other, whichever one people go to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've been in touch with a few brands uh, that might uh, want to get involved. Um, a couple in, buddies yeah. of ours are uh, coming out with a travel app uh, that they're going to hop on board. And so 
we're building momentum. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing came together, like you said, in the blink of an eye. Like I got back. I was given this RV on July sixth. Yeah. Yeah, and, so I got back. And I stayed a with, month. Yeah, I stayed with Deeds for a night in Goodland on the way back, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, uh, yeah, I got back on the seventh, and now here we are, not yeah. even a month later. Gotcha. It's definitely gonna be one of the crazier things I've undertaken in my life, yeah. and I've done a lot of crazy shit. Yeah. So. I think you guys need to pump up your numbers. Yeah, like eighty-five hundred miles, nine thousand miles in sixty days. It's it's not enough. We need like something outrageous, like one hundred twenty thousand miles and. 400 days and then then i'll be impressed here's the thing here's the thing we i have a bachelor party to go to on october 8th in new orleans and i was thinking about just getting there on the 8th but young william here has to be in san antonio on the 9th Mm. for uh those are pretty close to each other yeah well i gotta be there the whole weekend the mini yeah yeah, come back and get you my buddy's putting on a mini music festival down Ooh. there, but with the current Megabus. situation, oh, yeah. we, it's kind of That's up in up the air, in the air it's right a fluid now. Situation. So, very fluid. Yeah, we don't know if Kanye's going to make it or yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> the talent, uh, I think uh, but Ja Rule is in, ta- in charge ja Rule, of it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to get a hold of Ja Rule. Fire, fire Fest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how, how often are you going to be putting out content? Will it be podcast related and YouTube channel, just kind of a, a weekly cadence or what are you thinking? So we're going to have two podcasts a week. Okay. Uh, and then we will have a minimum of three YouTube videos a week. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to try and have between our three accounts and the out and about RV account. Uh, the goal was 21 photos a week. Okay. So it's, it's going to be pretty constant. Hey, at least that's like thought out. Like a lot of times people start podcasts like us and just have no plan whatsoever. So the fact that you have goals and like numbers set out, I think that's, yeah. that's a good start. Got to start with right goals direction. at some point in your life. Right. And like, right. Yeah. seem yeah. like a good one to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got time. Um, so best place for people to get in touch um, with you guys is, is social media. You go, go ahead and plug them where you're at. And then the GoFundMe too, if people want to help support the innocence project and what you guys are doing with the national parks too. Perfect. So the GoFundMe account, uh, just reads uh, capital O-N-A, so out and about, uh, East Coast Documentary Fundraiser. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the Instagram account is... Hopefully it's not capital O-A-N. It's not. You no, no, we're get, very careful You don't want to get uh, confused <laughs> yeah. with yeah. O-A-N. Yes, yeah, not O-A-N. <laughs> not O-A-N. Uh, and then the Instagram account is at out and about RV, O-U-T-N. A B O U T R V, uh, and then you can find all of our information, personal yeah. information on that. The YouTube channel is will be the Out and About Network, okay. um, and then you can find the Out and About podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Sweet. All right. The uh, what are you what are you most nervous about? What's the what's the worst case scenario that you've that you've had in your head? The generator breaking down before <laughs> we even get on the road. Well, before you get on the road is a it's, good yeah, thing. Exactly. That's a good exactly. thing. You don't want to be in Tuscaloosa where they don't yeah. have the parts for your mm-hmm. RV. Like, have you thought about that? Like, that's that's the emergency. We fund. figured budget. an emergency fund into the budget. Okay. Um, so hopefully that doesn't isn't needed. Hopefully you never need it. And you can spend it on beer or give it to the Innocence Project or something yeah, like that's, that. Yeah, that's the ideal. I guess we'll have to take a team vote on which one to do. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. three people, so you always have a tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, I guess <laughs> the biggest concern I'm I'm pretty careful. Are you worried about, about like are you worried about like driving each other crazy? 
No, I know it's going to happen. I'm not worried about it because yeah. I know it's. I've, yeah. I, in fact, I've been around Will since I moved to Kansas in sixth grade. Okay. That's clearly why I moved halfway across the country. Yeah. And <laughs> went to Nepal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> country, world. Uh, oh, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But uh, pr- probably my biggest fear is Jack wanting to kill us and, and deciding <laughs> yeah. to fly out early. <laughs> Do you guys have some like some games or, or uh, are you planning on starting a, a new hobby or picking up like knitting or anything to kill the time? Can we combine all of those? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, I, <laughs> I've got books picked out that I'd like to read that I just don't do with all my free time here. I'm going to have like a similar amount of free time. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. be productive with it. Um, yeah, we have, we all like kind of wrote down all personal goals that we want to get done on okay. like this, nice. on this journey too. Cause like as much as it is for, for charity and we're traveling across the country, like that's our, like the main, the main thing, like it's going to be a personal journey and experience and chance for growth too. Yeah, for sure. And I I have a list of things that I want to do on this trip that include, yeah. uh, and I've already found places to do these along the East Coast, bungee jumping. Nice. Skydiving. Naked bungee jumping. Okay. <laughs> naked skydiving. Naked skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You have two lists. One is just three, <laughs> yeah. and one is Some everything naked. Yep. The naked list. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be awesome. So these guys from Kansas City, um, go support them if you can trying to make a difference, traveling across the country. Uh, they've already been across the world, so making a difference around here. So, Nico, Will, dude, this was fun. Thanks yeah. for joining, guys. We can't wait to watch all the content that you guys put out from this journey. Yeah, this is going to be a blast. Awesome. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for having us, guys. Alrighty, Thanks to Nico and Will for joining us. Uh, dude, uh, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet little little idea that they have, and I'm excited to see the content that comes out of this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They they're definitely the type of guys who I will continue to follow just because they are just kind of goofy, laid back, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So excited to see the the video and, and podcast content that they're able to put out and, and good for them for just like taking an opportunity to to do something to try to make a difference. And you know, while it sounds like a, it'll be a really fun time, they still chose to do it for for someone else, someone other than mm-hmm. themselves. So good for them for for trying to do something yeah i know it's awesome and it's it's such a a millennial idea and a millennial thing and i can see like be zoomers bro no dude <laughs> they're not that young i think it's just such a millennial idea and a millennial thing um and i feel like an older generation might not get it or see it or think like that's a negative part of being a millennial when really it's like yeah. oh, this is like the coolest part of our generation that we would think to do something like that that's um, right and so uh, props to them for getting it done. It sounds uh, like it's going to be awesome. So you can follow them at Out and About, uh, everything on their social media. Looks like they're going to have a YouTube channel going, a podcast going, and then an Instagram page going. Um, but then you can also, if you want to support those causes, um, you can check out their Instagram page. There's a link in the bio, I'm sure, um, to go go help them out on GoFundMe to support those causes um, that they are uh going towards so thanks again fellows for joining us um we're new uh new segment alert new segment alert here uh this is right up danny's alley and i've asked him to make sure that it, it's not a 20 minute long segment um <laughs> if you've listened to our podcast before you know that danny is obsessed with traffic and streets yeah and history as well 
So he has combined both of those into a Guilty segment. Guilty as <laughs> Into Don't a segment called What's This Street Named After? And yeah, uh, I, I love a, that. I mean, that's a working title. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make everybody a better tour guide of Kansas City. I love driving people around Kansas City, like what? driving them home, like to their hotel from the airport or to their hotel from the airport. And if I can point out like little tidbits about Kansas City, I, I, I love doing that. So I, I'm yeah. excited to learn about this one. Okay, so what's the street named after? Um, working title. I'm sure there's something more clever that we could probably come up with some rhymes. Like what's the deets on this street? That's, Ooh, that's deets on the streets. Deets on the streets. Like okay. that. Just that made good. that up right now. Uh, but anyways, we're going to be reviewing. Um, yeah, well, just I always am curious. I drive the streets. I don't know what they're named after. First one we're going with, Meyer Boulevard. Okay. All Meyer right. Boulevard, which runs from uh, Ward Parkway to all the way to Swope Park, um, past the Paseo, Swope Park. Um, it's basically 64th Street. Um, it is named. I didn't even. Oh, there it is. It is named after. <laughs> it is named after August Meyer, who August Meyer was a uh, born of German immigrants in uh, St. Louis, actually. But okay. he did the smart thing, moved to Kansas City, mm-hmm. started a business, as many St. Louis Louisans do. Yep, uh, moved to Kansas City, started a business. Um, he was a lover of the outdoors. Um, basically, he got really caught up in the um, beautification of city movement, of cities movement that was going on in the in the uh, United States in early 1900s. And um, so he was appointed as the president of the city's first park board by Mayor Benjamin Holmes. Oh, Okay. Might have to be another segment there. Yes, Mayor yes. Benjamin Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S. Um, so uh, he was the first president of the um, Kansas City Park Board, um, and he was basically the father of the um, Parkway and Boulevard um, theme that Kansas City has and is responsible for all that. The first one he did was the Paseo. So he built the Paseo uh, and made it the Parkway and everything that, that it is. Um, and then, and then everything that followed. Um, some fun facts about him. Um, he was really rich because he started a company. He lived in a massive mansion at 44th in Warwick. Uh, before it was developed, it was basically he had like two acres of land, a 35-room mansion. When wow. he died, he sold it to another rich dude named Howard Vanderslice, which is just <laughs> a sweet name. It's yeah. like a... That's like a nickname. That guy just smells your, rich. Yeah. That's a nickname you'd give your buddy who like loves late night pizza. Vanderslice. But then Howard Vanderslice, who does sound rich, um, he donated the mansion. It's now the Kansas City Art Institute. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So the Kansas City Art Institute um, was August Myers uh, house. And uh, he also built Swope Park and Penn Valley Park. Okay. Wow. There he is. Uh, responsible for some of the, the beautification of the city. There you go. Beautification. Yep. Very cool. All kept right. It, kept it to a minimum. And it's um, uh, August of the month. So what a great time to introduce August Myers. I didn't even which, put that together. Uh, it is um, 
that that street mire uh, between no, between no, Warnell and Ward Parkway. It goes down to one lane on each side. It's one lane on each side. Nope. Nope. Yes, there's heading, a sign to prove east. it. Nope. Heading there's east. a sign to prove it. Heading you're, east. You're you're proving my point to me because there is a sign to prove it. Heading west. It says merge down to one lane. That sign does not exist when you're heading east on Meyer between Ward Parkway and Warnell. It's, meaning it's, a, it's one lane. The sign doesn't exist, meaning it's two lanes heading one east lane. between Ward Parkway and Warnell. One, in, with one All lane. Right. One lane. All right. Uh, let's move into a little personal pine tar here. I hope, I hope August knows that we're arguing about this. <laughs> Keeping him alive. Um, all right. So uh, personal pine oh, tar. Nice. I know. Yeah. Uh, personal pine tar this week. I've got to say um, – I was so pumped uh, when we, we linked up with Nico and Will. We were going to do the, the interview on the RV. They brought the RV to the Plex pod and everything. And then as soon as I got within 100 yards of that RV, the generator broke. And mm-hmm. I, I've told the story before. I have very bad luck with RVs, like get 15 people stranded in the middle of Alabama bad luck. Uh, so – the, the next time that I, I've made plans to see an RV, uh, the generator breaking down and not allowing us to do the interview in it would just be my luck. So I, it was going to be awesome. We had the, everything set up for it, get some great content, but nope, yeah. didn't happen. We, uh, we, we were talking to him. We we're like, How, how's the RV? Is it in pretty good shape? He's like, yeah, it's been in perfect shape up until, you know, just 20 minutes ago as soon yeah. as we got here. Well, yeah. What do you expect? <laughs> well, you got Kev too Ritz. close to the Ritz brothers and our RV. You just don't bring your RV around me. Yeah. Um, so I was pretty bummed that we couldn't do the interview in there, but um, still, still was a fun interview, but just wish it could have been in the RV, but I'll, I'll, I'll take the blame for that one. That one's on me a hundred percent. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry guys. Yeah. Um, all right. My personal pine tar. Um, talked about this a, a, a once before, but I've, since I've moved to the Brookside area, I've started shopping at Aldi mm-hmm. and I moved during COVID. I'm not an OG Aldi guy. I'm like a convert and I converted during COVID. And when I converted, they had the free grocery cart. Oh yeah. And so they had a worker out there sanitizing the grocery carts and they just give it to you. Um, and I knew that you had to pay for grocery carts or I knew that that was a thing, but I, I didn't, I kind of, I never had to deal with it because as soon as I started going, it was COVID and they're not doing that anymore. And now you have to pay for grocery carts Mm -hmm. and I don't know how it works. (laughs) And so I got there and, um, I don't have any quarters. I don't have any change in my car. Um, so I got there and I was just kind of like, I didn't want to ask a question because I'm, I, I was just like, Oh God what do I do? I don't know how to work this yeah. thing. This is the worst. Did you and, like give it a, go give it a pull and just look like yeah. an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. And so I just kind of like stood there and like looked like an idiot until this nice older woman was like, Hey, do you need a cart? And I was like, yeah, I don't know how they work. Uh, so I just took her cart. I guess is that something you do? So tell me, how does it normally work? Uh, well, you got to bring a quarter and okay. put it in the, the quarter slot. All the carts are linked together okay. and you, you put the quarter in there and then it pops out and then now you have your cart so to get your quarter back you have to put your cart back into the cart row by the store replug it in your quarter pops out it just a quarter pops out a quarter pops out so you've got mm-hmm. it um, so it's someone else's quarter so i can see why the the COVID thing is a 
mm-hmm. concerned a little bit. Yeah. So also there is the etiquette to like, you know, if someone's in the parking lot, you might say, Hey, I'll take your cart and here's a quarter. And you might just give someone a quarter and, yeah. and they might say, Oh, what? don't worry about it. Um, I just took the lady's cart. I didn't even offer a quarter. Is that bad? Well, all the etiquette? Yeah. That's very bad. All the etiquette. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you're well, lucky. You're lucky she didn't slash your tires when you were in the store. Maybe she did. I need to check. <laughs> uh, when, uh, well, when I got out of the uh, Aldi, someone walked up to me. She's like, oh, uh, hey, can I have your cart? Because I don't have a quarter, but here's two dimes and a nickel. I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want your two dimes and a nickel. Like, yeah. in what yeah. world? Or do you have to give someone twenty five cents for their cart? But because people are people are shopping at Aldi to pinch pennies, you know. All so right. so right. it's real. It's a real thing. Every quarter matters there. So yeah. Well, she uh, offered the, the the two dimes in a in a in a nickel, and I was just like, nope. Someone gave this to me for free, so here you yeah, go. Yeah, you can you can pay it forward though, and you don't always have to get. I don't always get my quarter back. Sometimes I just leave it in there, pay it forward. Pat Mahomes, no big deal. Just just being a good person. All right. Um, all right. So that is it for the personal pine tar. Time for a little mixed plate. Uh, we are having some unexpected, awesome weather right now, uh, which is fantastic for the beginning of August to have days in the 70s is unheard of in Kansas City. Usually it's a, a swamp where you step outside and um, another scorcher. <laughs> and uh, it, it's miserable. But so we thought. What are some things that uh, that you should do during uh, unexpected, awesome weather? So this is the mixed plate of Call unexpected, Sears. awesome Get weather activity. Is uh, what we're going with. Uh, I, I believe, I believe this is my, my turn. Yeah, I believe this is my turn to go here. Um, and uh, so for my meat number one of this mixed plate, uh, I gotta go with. Uh, just drink a beer outside. Mm, like, like that's, that's a that's a big category. Okay, I have patio beer. Okay, have a beer fine. on a patio. I right. have a beer on a patio. Uh, whether that's you know, I, I love the Brookside or patio. Um, you could go uh, Casey Beer Co. and get a nice cold uh, beer out on there in their beer garden uh, is a great spot. But really, just getting outside, uh, having a drink on a patio. Is, is what you should do with unexpected, beautiful weather. In your backyard. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, have we ever done the mixed plate of uh, patios? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to pot, look into that. Pot. Yeah, we'd have to look it up. Uh, that's, a, that's a solid one. That's a, easily a, a top one. Um, but I'm going kind of the opposite direction. Um, eat dinner outside. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. solid. Like if it's nice out, you just, you have to eat your meals outside. It, it's just, you might as well do it. Just eat lunch outside since everyone's working from home. Eat breakfast outside. Eat dinner outside. Take as much advantage of it as you can. If you have a deck, if you have a patio, eat your meals outside. Get 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 that vitamin D. Get that vitamin D. All right. Um, my uh, meat number two here, uh, I'm going to say uh, for me, uh, go to the driving range at Minor Park. Uh, Minor Park? Lunch, yeah. Over lunch or... Um, during happy hour because they've got a deal. It's like 10 or 11 bucks or maybe 12 bucks, all the balls you can hit and two beers. So you could do that. Um, or over lunch, I think you can get like a burger or something from the grill and all you can hit golf balls oh. too. So if you get some nice weather, 
and you're not going to sweat your ass off. Get out there to the range, work on your game a little bit. Um, and I, I'd recommend Minor Park for those deals. Phenomenal. All right. Uh, my meet number two, light up the grill. Light it Whether up. Whether that's the smoker or maybe your Weber, whatever it is, cook your food outside. Uh, just light up the grill. I saw a lot of people on. You're really getting everywhere with your list so far. Eat outside and cook outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I don't, I don't know what else. I mean, that's all I want to do. But, uh, but yeah, I saw a lot of people um, on my Instagram feed were, were smoking all day Saturday. I benefited from a buddy who smoked, got up at like 6 a.m. and smoked all day Saturday, and I just got to come over and eat the food. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was nice. Uh, that's even better. But, yeah, um, yeah, light up the grill. Light it up. All right. Uh, side number one here. Um, this is what I did today. Um, I know I was talking a lot about eating ice cream, but I went for a run at loose park today on a wow. nice day. That's, uh, just to brag, that is a beautiful place when, when the weather's popping, when the weather's nice. So yeah, if you can get out there, do a couple laps. Beautiful. Beautiful. Speaking of like millennial things to do, like, I guess you don't have to drive there. Do you? No, I don't. Okay. Well, driving to to Loose Park to go on a run is a very mm-hmm. millennial thing to do. Hey, soak in that scenery. It's beautiful. Get after it. Yeah. I, I, uh, when you texted me and we were trying to schedule recording and you're like, I'm going on a run. I was like, ah, I guess I, guess I better do that too. <laughs> so I went on a run today if, since I'm getting in my humble brags. All right. Yeah, got to get them in. All right. My meet number, side number one. Side number one. Um, I mean, we've kind of tiptoed around it but like a little harder version of like day drinking okay (laughs) like like if i was 24 or 25 again it'd be like case race or beer Mm -hmm. olympics in the front yard but um day drinking is different than um patio having a beer on the patio i guess in the smallest (laughs) variances but uh but you know do some day drinking that's what i would do and like college like if it was college it'd be you i would skip skip every class in the afternoon mm-hmm. yeah if there's that random february nice day with awesome oh, yeah. weather that happens and oh my class gosh is canceled in my head yeah mm-hmm. and uh yeah and then you're and then you're having beers yeah absolutely so uh day drinking on a nice unexpected nice day is like my favorite thing to do mm-hmm. all right um let's see my side number two here uh I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, just uh, go go down to City Market. Um, nice one. Yeah, um, I, I've dogged on City Market before uh, because their produce it, it's just like the same stuff they sell in the store, yeah, just more it's expensive. Fake. Uh, but you know, go ahead, indulge. You know, walk around, uh, buy some expensive produce. Um, there's a a ton of shops there's bakeries down there uh lots to check out very walkable grab a bird scooter go down what's that the the kansas bridge i think that's what it's called go check that out um so lots to do on a beautiful day just get out go go down to city market okay that's solid um i haven't done that in a while mm-hmm. and I, and we got to get nice. down there for that new sign remember oh yeah go take a grand the instagram by the new sign, sign. yeah mm-hmm. Go take one of those. Um, I mean, uh, side number two for me 
I'm trying to pick things that I wouldn't do on a hot day. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to pick things that I do on an unexpected nice day, but wouldn't do on a hot, miserable August day. Yeah. What do so you got? I'm going to go, I'm going to go picnic in the park. Okay. That's nice. I'm going to go either go to loose park, go to uh, the Nelson Atkins, uh, which, which Kevin and I are trying to turn into what? What are we a trying drug, to turn that a into? A drug park. A drug. Well, not like like not a drug park, but a like, drug park. But basically, like a nice drug park, like where, yeah, a nice drug like, park. Uh, San Francisco has one where like everyone just like kind of goes and chills, and it's all good. Like just you know, bring a cooler beer and hang out for yeah. the day, and maybe I don't know if you're into that drug stuff, then bring some drugs and hang out and get weird on the lawn and just make it like again, it's a it's a it's an art museum. So yeah. let people go, you know, express themselves however they want on the lawn of the art museum. Be chill. Fair. Be sweet. Yeah. So um, let's do that. Do that. Go mm-hmm. pack a cooler, pack some lunch, um, pack some, uh, some white wine, some, yeah. some belsers, um, some, 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 uh, I don't know. The Boulevard seltzers. What are they called? Oh, again? the quirks. Some quirks, the quirks, dynamite. Yeah, they um, are. Uh, pack some of that. Head down to Nelson and and park out. Get yeah, uh, th- that you're also missing uh, the Liberty Memorial. That huge lawn, great view yeah. of the city. Yeah, there you um, go. There's not really shade, but again, if this is a very nice day, a day uh, like today, you know, it's a beautiful sunset there. So yeah. get out to the uh, Liberty Memorial and have yourself a little picnic. Perfect. You can do it in the lawn, or they got picnic tables. So um pretty sweet tables Mm -hmm. not on the the main lawn but uh up by where you park they do got it um uh, i had opened up all the windows oh nice like uh, as a homeowner yeah on an unexpected day turn the ac off like i did today get the fan fans going and uh just have uh open up that house i've had the ac off since friday folks oh that's nice that's nice um i have drive-in movie oh very nice if boulevard. You got like if you got a truck just lay yeah. in the back of the truck the boulevard is playing classic movies right now yeah it'd be a great spot to get to i have uh like a bar crawl mm-hmm. like sure. where you can walk from bar to bar mm-hmm. and the reason i don't have like golf on there is because i would do i would play golf yeah it was 100 high. yeah 100, 100 degrees too unexpected I've, yeah i podcast outside I'm I'm sitting on the yeah. I'm sitting on my back patio right beautiful, now. Beautiful, beautiful. Try to do as much as you can outside. Exactly, exactly. All I also right. have putts around the yard. It's just a homeowner thing to do. Just no plan, just putts. Just putts just around putts. the yard. All right, um, that is it for everything we have this week. Uh, again, thank you so much for um, voting for us for best local. Uh, podcast in Kansas City Magazine. Remember uh, the pitch. We've gotten nominated, so we'll let you know when um, you know it's time to actually vote for us. And then also be on the lookout for a Bibby Bop post. It's coming. We'll give away action for the Bibby Bop. So get ready for that. And uh, well, that's it for us this week. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us, and we'll see you around Kansas City.